All right, we're live. Pancreation Philosophy, episode 74. Yeah, welcome everybody. Let's see, before we get the show started, want to make shout-outs to my Patreon supporters. Let's see, we got new supporter, Jake Landry. We got Amir, who was at Ender's Comedy Show. Mikhail Jackson, Kong, Jay White, who attempted to go to Mikhail's, I mean, not to Mikhail, to Ender's Comedy Show. But then he was stopped by an open door. So, Austin, Kenji Campbell, Ken Domo, Nuri, and Danny Nguyen. Alright, well, that's enough of those shoutouts. Oh, wait, I guess shout-out to Floating Forest, giving me the intro song. And to Joel Ridzak for giving me these mics. And also for my unpaid no, intern, no. Ander, and budding comedian. I'm producer. Sure, 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 whatever. And also assistant, Endo. Chilling on the mats over there. And also my guest today, who is... Cindy Hales. Hello, Cindy. Thanks for joining the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. No problem. Well, I've already had you know several several of your students, two of them in the room, but also had Bob Jones. So, okay, yeah, yeah. I know Bob Jones. Yeah. Yep. But anyway, welcome. So how did, uh, how did you get started in martial arts? How did I get started in martial arts? Well, you know, in... Like 90, maybe five or six or some, sometime in the 90s, mm-hmm. my uh, housemate showed me some UFC tapes. Okay. And, um, you know, I was just like, what? What is that? <laughs> That's some crazy. I wasn't really into that stuff, but I yeah. was like really drawn to that. Okay. And then fast forward several years, uh, I was riding a bus in downtown Tacoma and it okay. was like, Went in front of Marcelo Alonso, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and I was like, there's that stuff. There's that stuff. There's that stuff. I'm going to go do that stuff. Okay. Yeah, so I, yeah, just happened into my life. I remembered it. Okay. Remembered it was rad. I needed to learn it one day, and the universe plopped it right onto my bus stop. Nice. So I guess, so how was that first day of training? Do you remember it? Mm, The first day of training, well, yeah, yeah, it was, uh, you know, I went in, I started at Marcelo Alonso, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in Tacoma, Mm -hmm. and... Marcelo was super nice. He was like, you know, uh, very helpful and like kind of let me win the moves. You know, I was very aware like he wouldn't be like, and then like (laughs) tapping and totally selling it and like, oh, yes, very strong. Yeah. Like made me feel like a real winner. Um, (laughs) I knew it was fake, but I was like, I know these are the steps towards getting to maybe one day do that stuff that's not fake. Okay. Um, so yeah, I just, you know, I wasn't doing any athletics at that time. Uh, mm-hmm. I was just like working at Starbucks customer relations department okay. and I was like a punk rock kid and didn't do athletics really. Oh, you didn't do athletics like growing up at all? Well, or? growing up I did. I was okay. like a pretty good athlete growing up. Okay. I did, you know, regular seventies kid athletics. Okay. Um, soccer, soccer softball, yeah. ba- basketball, mm-hmm. playing outside. And then I, um, uh, let's see, you know, I played racquetball for a little bit, was good at racquetball. Um, and then I just blew out my knee when I was like 13. So then I had a knee surgery and then I was just kind of like, I don't really want to do sports. (laughs) I wasn't really into organized sports or sports in general. I was into like hanging out with my friends and going to shows and, you know, doing that kind of thing. And I did that. I actually, I, I guess I played rugby for a second okay. in college, but it was more really just about hanging out with my friends. Got it. And yeah. so then, yeah, and it was just like totally random. I saw this random Hoist Gracie, like beating yeah. people up on the UFC. Okay. So yeah, that's how I got into it. Nice. Well, so then what about, 
I guess what about Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu? Like, what kept you? What kept you going? Like, into it? Yeah. Well, well, you know, when I saw Hoist Gracie choking people out, it was like, <laughs> dude, I need to learn how to do that because that looks crazy. It's not yeah. like anything I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And then I went in, and Marcelo was like very nice. I like fell in love with just like the training of it, and I basically like went every single day and then I quit my job and I just trained full time every single day basically until now <laughs> nice so, so was, I mean that's yeah. literally it's, what it's, happened it's, yeah it's worked, it's worked yeah. out well but yeah. I guess so I, like what was the thought process in like I guess like because how did that how did that how did it snowball into that like what was the thinking process or was there was there any I don't yeah. even know if there was a thinking process <laughs> I went in I was like this is fucking rad yeah right this is rad uh-huh. I want to learn how to do that and then I saw a glimmer of hope that I could, in fact, learn how to do. Actually, I for a, long, a while, I was like, I just get smashed. I'm not sure what I'm doing here. Mm-hmm. And then I, like, went and competed against a girl, and I won. I was like, what the, what the fuck happened? <laughs> I never get on top. I've never even been on top. Oh. Right? And okay. then I was like, oh, I'm getting pretty good at this. And, you know, Marcel was very helpful. You know, I'm, I, I was, I'm a good athlete. Yeah. And Marcel, I think, like, was like, oh, here's this, like, girl that shows up every day. I'm going to take her all around. And he would, like take me to his seminars and like kind of let me help. And so I like got to do that. Then mm-hmm. he left um, and went back to Brazil. So um, he just had some students teaching at the school mm-hmm. and uh, was kind of looking for other places to train. Didn't really work out for me after he left. Mm-hmm. And then I um, just started like training around. I went to police academy for a little bit. Yeah. I um, went and I like found Rodrigo, kind of met Rodrigo. Okay. And I started training with him a little. And he was with Mama Zeno. And, you know, I just started, like, I was living in Tacoma. I was driving up to Ballard, the Ballard Firehouse. Yeah. So I did that hustle back and forth. Okay. Um, Then I started training at Ring Sports. Okay. With um, Eric Dahlberg. Like, driving from Tacoma to Ballard to Bellevue. Back to Ballard sometimes. Back to Tacoma, (laughs) working in the middle of the night. Yeah. And then doing that. I did that for, like, three years. Oh, wow. Um, You know, so... Just looking for places to train. I went and tried to find, like, who I thought were, like, the best people around to train. Mm -hmm. And I actively chased those people down, those opportunities. And, you know, I trained with Ivan when he was starting his school. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I feel like (laughs) I wanted to be good at jujitsu, and I just, like, worked my ass off to be good at jujitsu just by, like, showing up in everyone's room being, like, train with me. (laughs) Right? That's, like, you know, and I, like, what what prompted it? I don't know. That's just, like, what I did. Okay. And then, you know, people thought I was completely insane. <laughs> you know, I had, like, a corporate I, I job. I wonder why. <laughs> I had a job, yeah. and, like, I was, like, yeah. not happy at it. Yeah. I was, like, managing, like, complaints to Starbucks. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> just so, a, yeah. so that's what I did, and I was hating it. Yeah. And it was just, like, you know, I was married, and I was, like, this is my life, sitting in this cubicle, Ooh. managing spreadsheets about people who complain about Starbucks. And then I was, like, this cannot be my life. I'm going to go do jiu-jitsu. Mm. And then... I quit my job and people were like, you're insane. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. That makes no sense. And you know, I, yeah. and then I like, I like delivered cookies for like $5 an hour. And then I like put some stickers on some boxes at REI in the middle of the night, and, mm-hmm. you know, did that mm-hmm. and ended up moving up to Seattle. I had a neck surgery, just like oh, wow. doing all of that stuff from training and okay. just like kept training and training and training. And yeah. here I am in your garage. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, what what compelled that? Yeah, no, clue. Compelled that? no clue. Uh, just, personal obsession. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah, you know. Okay. So yeah. Nice. So 
It's back, I guess. <laughs> okay, back to like you talk about competing like against a girl. Mm-hmm. Like so, when was like so? When was your first competition? So like I um, you know, I did. Well, I did a tournament at Marcelo's against like he had like these smokers. I think okay. we were talking about it last night. Yeah, I was making. I was like, oh yeah, one time I got Boston crab by this guy. Um, <laughs> so you know, they had Mar- Marcelo yeah. had these like yeah. in-house tournaments. In-house tournaments. Okay, okay. and it was yeah. like in a ring on South yeah. Tacoma Way or whatever. Not South Tacoma Way in downtown Tacoma. That's okay. Um, you know, and I went. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm doing this thing, <laughs> and um, you know, uh. I went against this dude, and he, like, totally Boston crabbed me, and it was fucking <laughs> totally ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah. you know, later there was another, Marcel had a school on a Neckerson Street in okay. Seattle. Okay. You know, I think there's another martial arts school there right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so he had, like, a in-house tournament there, and there was a girl. Okay. And I finally went against a girl. I was like, oh, I won. Didn't get Boston crab. <laughs> didn't get Boston <laughs> I didn't get crushed. <laughs> right? Yeah. So then that was like, oh, it works when I'm not, like the smallest yeah weakest person you know so that was like i did that and then i started like you know there weren't that many tournaments back then mm-hmm. um so uh i i did some local tournaments i did uh uh us opens as a white belt and i won that i did pan ams as a blue belt maybe as a white belt i can't remember as a blue belt and i won i got second the first year I went, mm-hmm. and so I did that, and then I did, uh, the next year I did it, Pan Am's as a purple belt, and it was purple through black, oh, yeah. and I won that, and then I was just like, oh, I just, you know, <laughs> was like, then I started like trying to do a little more MMA, Yeah. Um, and then I was always getting hurt, and so yeah, I just mainly just kept training and like, did some, I did some MMA and just kept training. Okay. Know, you know, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much for me, it was like, Oh, I just like to train. Okay. It was mainly the, the training aspect. What was, so what injuries were you getting? Like other than the neck surgery that you mentioned? Um, well, I had, so I had the, I had a, a, a neck surgery, cervical fusion. Um, and I like fractured my eye orbital once. Damn. I have yeah. had like six or seven knee surgeries. Okay. Um, I've had a full shoulder rebuild. Um, I'm looking at a knee replacement at some point. So yeah, Yeah. you know, the, like I'm learning like now my whole thing is like, okay, I've like trained a lot. I need to like maybe learn how to train a little differently. I'm a little like obsessed with that. And like, what's the happy balance for that? You know, I'm getting older. Um, and so I, I, I'm like really kind of into like thinking about that now. Okay. Um, so, you know, it's an interesting thing, like running a school, like, how do you take people and get them safely through the jiu-jitsu journey when they yeah. they believe they are a warrior? Yes. Um, I bl- you know, I wanted to do all those things. I definitely knew there was a risk mm-hmm. in all the things I was doing, mm-hmm. but I don't always know if other people like fully understand the risk. Okay. And you know, I try and help people understand that. Okay. Like I think people should be allowed to take the risks they want, but I think you should understand that risk. You know, I don't know if a lot of people like want to quit their job and um you know, be really poor and have yeah. a lot of surgeries. Yeah. You know, I don't know if that's people's goal. If that's the people's goal, I believe that that's like, you know, a worthy goal. But yeah. you should know. Yeah. You know, I've talked with like Ivan about that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, fighters and like what they, like what you're sacrificing and what you're putting on the line there is like much different than the hobby guy. Yeah. And like, you, it, it, 
there's a delineation of those two things and I think that's like being honest about that mm -hmm. and like as a, a coach letting your students know about that yeah and like counseling them to choose like the best direction for them okay and then I think that direction can be fluid do you yeah. know what I mean? It's like, it's not just like you can only be one thing. Yeah, it's not like set in stone or anything. No, you yeah. can, you know, it's like, sometimes I want to just do this. Sometimes I think I want to be a competitor. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I want to go get an MMA fight. Sometimes I want to go do this. But it's like, you need to kind of think about those things and like, be very like, mindful of those things. Mm -hmm. So I try and do that, like, like with kids even and parents, like healthy okay. expectations about what their kids can accomplish, mm -hmm. you know, and the risk. You know, I was yeah. a child athlete with a blown out <laughs> knee at 13. Yeah, at 13. Yeah. So, you know, I think those things are, you know, people want to be winners and champions, but I think it's like understanding what that really means. Yeah. <laughs> understanding, yeah, that risk reward. The risk reward there. and the dedication. Yeah. You know, and it's like, you, you see that in gyms. It's like, yes. Uh, you can say like, oh, I'm this or that. And it's like, well, <laughs> we all see. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Demetrius the, is a champion. Yeah. Right. And you can see that and people, someone else could say like, oh no, I'm a champion. And just like taking like basic one hour a day classes, mm -hmm. there's a difference, you know, they yeah. could be a personal, their personal best. I listen yeah. to all these podcasts <laughs> yeah, and it's like, personal. are you trying to be like yeah. your personal best or the best? Mm. Those are different. Yeah. yeah. Those are the, very different. Those are vastly different. <laughs> vastly yeah. different. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, I so guess... yeah, I like those. I like thinking about now those ideas and those yeah. concepts like you know, as I like mature as like someone in gyms mm -hmm. from being like random person who walked in yeah, to, you know, student of the art mm -hmm. to professional athlete mm -hmm. to gym owner mm -hmm. or well coach and then gym owner, mm -hmm. you know, like I think there's like different yeah. looks. Yeah. Different looks and different like phases. Um, yeah. That and how you think about yeah. like really like what scale you're looking at the problem, you yeah. know, or like the situation at it's like. Oh, am I looking at it for me or am I looking at it for the community? Okay. You know, like kind of like yeah. wide frame, narrow frame, like, yeah. like really your like different perspective from that. Yeah, zooming okay. in and zooming out. I'm really kind of into that. Like I've been talking to a bunch of business guys too <laughs> okay. about like how do you look at problems? I think like yeah. life problems, mm -hmm. any problems, gym problems, mm -hmm. gym strategy, yeah. you know, all of those things. Like you kind of like zoom in on the specifics, you zoom out on the big picture and like understanding what kind of view you're taking why you're taking that view mm -hmm. so yeah okay is that is that kind of viewpoint is that the same way you look at uh a training or you look at jujitsu yeah um i think so and that, you know i don't i don't say i would always say i looked at it that way okay. i think a lot of times i looked at it pretty narrow okay you know like this is what my my goal maybe as like a competitor even okay. like it was like very narrowly focused on myself okay. in a lot of ways you know and like like in retrospect thinking about like oh i was looking at it like this when mm. i think about like things i did or what you know and i don't think that's good or bad it's like i think fighters kind of need to look at it that way yeah as a gym owner i definitely can't just think about me yeah you know i think there's like different ways you need to think about it so you know now i try and like really run most decisions I make about like you know my time in the gym based on the team hmm. I don't really I try and like steer away from looking at any one person and like when I have like challenges or questions I ask myself it's like what is the best for the team what is you know it's not about the individual person necessarily it's like you know what is the the spirit of of what we're trying to do and mm -hmm. how does this fit for the good of the team because I can see like you know 
every athlete wants to be the number one focus. <laughs> and yeah. as a business owner yeah. and as a leader of a, a, a team, mm -hmm. my job is to be like, no, the team is the focus. Yeah. You, know, you know, and like being, yes. I'm not the focus as the, you know, the leader of the gym. My yeah. job is to make sure the focus is on the team. Got and it. that's, you know, like, that's like one, I guess, example of how I kind of like, oh, my focus. When I was the competitor, I wanted to be, everyone look at me. Yeah. Everyone pay attention to me. And I'm really hungry and I need all these things, you know, and now mm -hmm. it's like, no, no, no. Now my focus is like making sure like, how can this be best set up for the good of the, the team? And I guess also as the business, mm -hmm. you know, if you look at that, like, uh, you know, I think if you have a healthy business, then you can have a bigger and stronger team. Mm. So, you know, looking at the, you know, I was never really a business person and I spent like the last couple of years really being like, I want to bring the level of business technique to my gym that I brought uh, technical skill to a jiu-jitsu mat, mm -hmm. I, I want that level of business technique. Yeah, so I like tried to finding your business. Yeah, I, I, I've tried yeah. to surround myself with the best mm -hmm. and smartest business people. Yeah, so that's like really like what I want to learn now. Okay. Yeah. So how, how's that going so far? Because I know you're opening your your school is opening, right? Yeah. So yeah. I'm a uh, you know I spent about two years uh, trying to open up a school. I was mm -hmm. at another school mm -hmm. and you know had an opportunity to buy that and it wasn't really what I thought was the best opportunity. Mm -hmm. um, was staying there. I was going to open another a school with that same team. Then some things went awry. I'll say, mm -hmm. and you know I feel like in that interim I had found. A really good business partner where we were going to open a school okay you know and it's like we're going to open a school and we're trying to open a gb school and then you know things went sideways and it's like well what was our goal our goal was open a school yeah right so if that team doesn't work that doesn't negate the the goal mm -hmm. you know and like f i was very fortunate that i had like someone who was you know very focused on what the goal was not within like a a, a martial arts look you mm -hmm. know I, I was like when we started I was like you know I'm very emotionally involved in martial arts yeah and he's just a business guy and I was like I'm gonna give you all the information I have about this situation mm -hmm. and let you use your business smarts and I'm gonna defer to that you know because it's like I think taking in a fight you don't want to be highly emotional mm. right you yeah. know if you want to be like clinical and technical yeah and so it's like okay you want to also like understand when you are emotional and like get that under control and like mitigate that mm -hmm. so it's like you know I was like really fortunate that I had someone like that wasn't kind of in the mix of you know the jiu-jitsu world yeah you know it's nice to have like that perspective yeah outside that, that of, outside perspective, that outside yeah. of the perspective to help like it was nice for me at least you know um so I was able to do that and so you know then in December we decided to move forward opening just like a gym just under me mm -hmm. you know so we've been then spending like the last year doing that and learned a ton of stuff about like how I want to do a business how do you negotiate like leases how do you get things built you mm -hmm. know we're building like a brand new facility it's a room with like nothing in it oh wow and so we got to design everything within okay um you know met with the architect worked with the city um did all of that down to like you know the fixtures the paint color um we put in all of the plumbing all of the electrical you know fully designed out so it was like really cool to be a part of that kind of a project mm -hmm. i had opened a school before and it was like a warehouse where i just rolled out some mats yeah you know and yeah. so uh a you different know kind of setup. i'm yeah. a, i'm a punk rock kid i don't yeah. you know i've never really had 
well, I'm a poor punk rock jujitsu. I'm the, I'm that yeah. person that's just like I just kind of do what I want to do. Yeah. So you know, one trade off for that is I don't really have a lot of money, mm. so I didn't have like didn't really have the means to do those things. Mm. So now I have more you know know how and means to like be like, okay, I want to be able to now like present what I do have my skill in like a more professional way, mm. you know. Um, so it's kind of cool to have that opportunity and like pair with someone who is really good at business and like is able to help me and like teach me those things. So yeah, I've just been spending the last year like designing a school and we're like down to like where they're painting it. And oh, wow. okay. um, we ordered the mats and like what kind of floating floor are we going to do? Mm-hmm. And so like, you know, yeah, we're in that phase. So I'm so just, it's getting real close. A couple yeah. weeks. Yeah, yeah. After, you know, it's a two year project. That's a long time. Yes. And it's been, you know, eight months of like, I've been subletting and like, you know, teaching out of Bob's basement, which I've been yeah. like super lucky to have like people around me to support me in like, yeah, usually when you lose your job, you, you don't have the freedom to like pursue your dream, mm. you know, and people like Bob, you know, the ability like the within the community, people kind of supporting me and like standing behind me and helping me like make sure I can like continue to get my school open has been really cool so yeah i'm just like man i'm just stoked about it nice yeah so i guess so back so how so how was the transition for you going from like mainly uh, like mainly uh like just training and being an athlete to then coaching like how was that transition um well you know, most of the time when I was an athlete, I was like basically teaching kids at a blue belt level when okay. I was a blue belt. Okay. So I've been teaching so the whole yeah. time, yeah. you know. Uh, yeah. But I I look at like my early teaching um, and I'll pair it against like, you know, now as I'm like mm-hmm. been teaching for a while, like, oh, I remember the struggles of when I felt this way yeah. versus now how I kind of frame like a lot of like problems I have teaching. Um, yeah. It, uh, man, you know, it's just like it a skill like anything else and you kind of develop it over time and you know I think the the things I've learned the most about teaching would be from kids like Hmm. how to teach kids if you can teach a little kid something and make them want to be engaged with it and you can like break it down to a a very simplistic level and um, I think that's what's helped me teach adults the most you know I think a lot of adults will want it explain these ways and those ways but they're not even ready for the information do you know what i mean so it's like it's it's like okay i can give it to you that way but then i'll also tell you this way the three-step way Mm -hmm. you know and i think like uh yeah it just really in my mind even if it's not for like the benefit of other people in my mind it helped me really uh you know what do they have those people that are like keep it simple stupid or Mm -hmm. like if you can't like explain it simply you don't really understand it like I believe that like you know you need to be able to like see a movement and like pick out what are the three most important things Mm. and tell someone that and then you can add on to that you know I remember when I was like a first trying to teach kids and I was training with like some high level wrestlers Mm -hmm. and I was learning double legs with like 40 steps and (laughs) you know yeah it's very hard and then I used to try and teach little kids that same double egg. And it's like, this is a complete waste of time. Mm. I watch other people do it. You know, like they're trying to get kids to get every step. It's like, eh, I'm happy if they touch their leg. Okay. Right? I'll yeah. be happy. And then in a six months, when they're five, I'll be happy when they touch their leg and pick it up a little. You know, yeah. and then yeah. when, you know, versus like, oh, I'm going to not be happy with this person 
unless they do it absolute perfection, mm-hmm. it's like they're four. Right? It's yeah. not going to happen. Yeah. You're going to drive yourself crazy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, and it's like, and it's un- unattainable. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, really understanding like, well, you set like an attainable thing and then you can add on to that. Mm-hmm. I think like, you know, I think a lot of times people like over explain moves because they want to, I know I did. Yeah. Yeah, I want to yeah. look like I know what I was doing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was for everyone to know how smart I was. Mm-hmm. And I watch other people showing everyone how smart they are with all their details. Yeah. And it's like, yeah no one in this room really knows the move yeah you know so it's like uh i think it's just better to like accept that everyone's a beginner when they come in and show them beginner moves whether they're three or like five or you know adults and then Mm -hmm. you get those baseline things and then you can like really stack on detail from there and Mm -hmm. it sticks better you know that's kind of how i've like look at teaching okay um versus like you know throwing a high level equation at someone day one and then pretending like they're dumb for not understanding it. For not understanding it, it. Yeah. yeah. you know, and, yeah. like, getting really frustrated with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I see that a lot. And yeah. I, I think that's, like, that was, like, the biggest growth thing in my, like, teaching was, okay. like, understanding, like, you don't have to do that. That's not what makes you, like, smart. Yeah, being overly complicated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, like, you know, yeah, it's just, like, oh, just be happy with the simple stuff. And, you know, a lot of times people are, like, well, what about this? What about that? And it's, like, well, let's just do this. Mm. So it's just, like, way more elegant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean that makes so much sense. Like especially like even you know, even in terms of like academics, like you know, mathematics, like there's all these complicated equations, but end of the day you still need to learn how to add and subtract. Without it's that like, you without can't that, do that, any you can't do stuff. any of that stuff. Yeah. Well, it was well, yeah. one business guy, one of the smart business guys, I was like, dude, I need you to be my mentor. <laughs> okay. He he, you know, when I was trying to make like these initial decisions and he's very, very smart. Yeah. And he was like, Sandy. He wrote down like plus, minus, <laughs> divide multiply he's like do you know what these things mean i was like yes i do yeah it's like that's all you need to know mm. <laughs> you'll be able to make your decision read this book and you know how to do those basic math equations you're good mm. and he was right yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 it was not like i was making it way harder mm. my other business partner we always like you know i, I do complicate uh, well, I complicate a lot of things, and it's always things I don't understand, yeah. like business, but yeah. or Adobe Illustrator, mm-hmm. or, <laughs> yeah. you know, any of those yeah. things, yeah. Excel, I'm like, oh, fuck, <laughs> right? And then yeah. he's like, you're thinking about it way too much, mm. good enough, that's yeah. good enough. Got it. You and, know? And yeah. I, it's like freeing <laughs> for me, yeah. like, oh, good enough is good enough. Everything is not going to be perfect. If you get stuck on perfect, yeah. it doesn't get done. And I think that's a common beginner thing, for sure. Mm-hmm. It can happen to anybody, really, at any at any phase. But especially like if you're not as, I think the thinking is almost like if you're not as good as the skilled as you think you should be. Yeah, yeah. You kind of yeah. it's that like analysis paralysis of yeah. like they told me these are the steps. I need all these steps. These steps are not happening. Mm-hmm. I'm like short wiring. Mm-hmm. I see like a lot of people that are very like, you know, they want like this hard steps, and it's like, well, it's not really like that. Yeah, it's not like that. Let that go. Yeah. It's not like that. You can't, you know, you're going to drive yourself insane. It's like, this is good enough. What's the goal? I try and teach a lot of my moves. Like, mm. what's the goal? What's the goal? Yeah. What's the goal? It's good enough. You know, if it's like, I need to grab, I've, I've been places like, <laughs> you need to grab exactly like this <laughs> and like that. And then it's like, well, what if it's not there? Yeah. Then yeah. it's like, it's over. And it's like, mm. no, it's not over. Mm. You're still there. Yeah. You know, you're, you're still it's, on the guy's back or yeah. whatever, just cause like you don't have certain grip. Yeah. So, you know, I think people like kind of get in their way with that stuff a lot. Mm. Yeah, but almost with that hyper focus. Yeah, like, almost like looking to, 
like deep into it yeah, yeah or like yeah you tell them maybe they want to be like so eager to please mm. i don't know you know you yeah. tell them these steps and then that one little thing isn't exact and they just like mm. can't move on i don't know yeah you yeah, know yeah it's interesting just seeing yeah people learn or like where like where are the hiccups in 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 the movement from there yeah yeah okay so how so you're, you're learning so you said like you learned the most from uh, from teaching kids and then that kind of goes throughout how is like how is teaching others how has that changed like how i guess your own training or like looking at techniques from there like when when you personally train yeah well well, when I personally train, I like watch other people's stuff and I see all kinds of moves. So I'm like, that's a great move. I don't even know if that person mm-hmm. knows what they just did. Mm. And so I'll try that kind of, you know, I watch people and yeah. new people, brand new people do some crazy stuff. I'm like, oh, I'm going to try and turn that into a move. Um, uh, you know, what like teaching people has kind of done the most for me in one way is like, when I go back and learn new things, I'm like a little more forgiving on myself. Mm, and then okay. also like when I learn new things, like I kind of try and force myself, you know, I'm pretty good at jujitsu. Like I have a general knowledge of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, dude, I need to go and learn like things that I'm not good at. Mm. Like go put myself in those situations. And I find it makes, that makes me like a better teacher. Mm. Like it makes me a little more like, you know, forgiving on other people too. Like I am very aware of how it feels to not be the smart person in the room. Like, you know, if I just sat doing something I already know how to do, it's like you can you can kind <laughs> yeah. of feel like I can, yeah. you know, I'm like, oh, I'm good at this. Just good at this. And I'm always good at this. And everyone knows I'm good at this. And then it's like, well, I think it's very good to be around, like, you know, like I've been learning to ride bicycles. I'm learning, like, hiking. I'm learning. I'm teaching myself to swim. Okay. I'm terrible at those things. I don't you know, know how to swim either. Dude. Yeah. Dude, I used to. So I started... And I would have, like, full-on panic attacks. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. one lap. Not even a lap. <laughs> one length. Yeah. Like, <sighs> now I can swim one mile. Mm. No stops. Right? Yeah. And so it's like, you know, it took a long time. And it was, like, very humiliating. Yeah. You know? But it's yeah. like, I think, then it made, like, I would go back to class. And it's like, oh, it's way easier to relate to people who, like, don't know what they're doing yeah you know it gives you that perspective again on oh yeah i'm a beginner that's that feeling yeah and and you know cindy how would you feel if someone was like do it this way you're like so overwhelming as as you're trying to do it you know yeah so it's like i like i like like really trying to always like kind of do those things and like when i feel like too comfortable and like ah no let's go do something that you're terrible at so yeah so you get back to that learning mindset yeah yeah no, I, I I think that's a, yeah, I, th- I think that's a very that's a very important thing, yeah. Just keeping, yeah, because if you insulate yourself in things that you're always good at, then you end up, yeah, it's kind of like an echo chamber, like oh, I'm good at this, and yeah. Then it just keeps like going back to that. You might start yeah. to like think you're like just super special. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. So you know, I think like like I think really, in jujitsu, teaching has been like definitely the best thing that I've done, just like because mm. it's like, you know. It's less narcissistic than just like being an athlete like you need to like care more about the other person's outcome and you know those kind of things like when you're just focused on yourself I think it's a di- it's a good experience you learn a lot of good things but I think like oh how can you kind of like then point that back outward mm, and okay. like help other people and like oh you know I think it's like cool to see like not necessarily like building well it's cool to 
build people who win things, but it's cool to like see like someone who comes in like, oh, they're not super comfortable, you know, or like little kids or like awkward or whatever, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, they they their life improved in some way through jujitsu. That's mm-hmm. I like that, and I like like the people that you know. I feel like kind of like man, I get to meet all these like smart people that just like show up and. I teach them stuff and they think I'm super smart, right? And then all yeah. of a sudden I'm like, dude, tell me all this stuff that you know. Yeah. So, you know, most of my smart friends, many of my smart friends I've met through jiu-jitsu. Yeah. And so I find myself, like, lucky through, like, just, like, oh, I just kind of go to work and all these, like, cool people show up. Yeah. yeah right? Building those they just sort of show up in my room <laughs> and they already assume that I'm smart. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I don't have to, like, really worry about that most of the time. And mm-hmm. it's awesome. Yeah. Nice. So I think that yeah, I think that's good. Okay. So an, an earlier point you made was talking about that, like that risk assessment, especially on people that don't quite understand like the risk of, I don't know, let's say like jujitsu. So how mm-hmm. does that go about, um, I guess like making that known to them or like, sh- like I guess showcasing that, uh, like someone who's not quite, I guess like not quite aware of, I guess the cost or I guess like the the dangers of it. Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't know if I figured out the perfect way to do it. Okay. It's like, uh, you know, I try and tell people. Um, sometimes and I'm like, yeah, people would if you would have told... Well, people did tell me those things, and I was like, whatever, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, then some people, I just... You know, I have all these, like, little rules in my school, mm-hmm. and I kind of am like, well, you know, what's the best way to do them? I'm not always sure. I kind of, like, waffle back and forth. Okay. Um, you know... Uh, I'm trying to be a little more open in one way of like, well, maybe you should let people like do a little more. I'm like, how much advice Mm. is is good advice? How much is, you know, just too much? Yeah. Um, Well, one main premise I'll go to is you can't control people. Yeah. Right. You can't make people do anything. Mm. I do know that. Yeah. I understand that. Um, I understand that what a lot of people told me a lot of things and it's like, yeah, I don't care. Um, (laughs) you know, so I just try and like kind of tell people and it's also like, well, I just tell people what happened to me. Yeah. This is what happened to me. You know, Mm -hmm. if you let people slam you on your head and go with giants (laughs) and you know, do that a lot, you might get hurt, you know, and then (laughs) you decide, you Mm -hmm. know, it's like, then you can keep deciding and you know, but it's like. You just tell people and, you know, then I don't think a lot of people always listen. And I think some people feel too protected. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, in in the end, it all shakes out. Really who I feel the most onus on protecting is like children, obviously. You Mm -hmm. know, it's like, eh, I don't know if you should be doing that. You know, (laughs) you know, I'm like, there's plenty of time for you to do those things later Mm. when you can make a decision, Mm. you know, um, I, you know, you see like some of these tournaments where they're like letting a little kid get slammed. And so, uh, you know, it's yeah. like, it's like, I understand we could, everyone can be a champion, you know, but it's like, I just don't really know. Um, uh, and it's like, well, a lot, I think I've actually been in that position where it's like, well, what I do know for myself is I'm not comfortable with it. So that's kind of how I, what I go with. Cause mm. I, you know, it's like, well, I'm not super comfortable with like certain things. It's like, if you're comfortable with it, like, sure, there's someone else that's comfortable with it. You know, I think there's, like, on on those levels, it's just have to kind of be like, well, some things I'm not into. 
um, you know, I would it not like 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 with kids like getting slammed on their heads, let's say. Okay. Um, you know, I wouldn't want to be the coach that maybe was had a kid break their neck. Yeah. There's other coaches that would be doing that, and that would be fine. Like, because there's the 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 person with like the real onus, I guess, would be the parent. Yeah. Right. Um, so I think like I don't have any kids, and they're not my kids, and you know, people can again do whatever they want. It's just like, well, I don't want to do it. I don't, you know, that's how I kind of like answer those questions for mm-hmm. coaching. Okay. I think everyone really, you know, has autonomy, can make those decisions for themselves. But it's like, well, I wouldn't probably put one of my students in that situation, mm. you know, and I would like counsel them like, this is why. And if they wanted to do that, then they could do that elsewhere. Mm, got that, it. You know, yeah. and that way it would not be like I, uh, di- I dislike you or anything. It's just like. Well, I just don't want that on my conscience. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, because you're I, not comfortable with that. I'm just not comfortable yeah. with it. You know, because I think as a coach, you need to understand those things. Like, what's the, like, well, I remember being, I, I remember back in the day, I had like, you know, you'd be at tournaments, and I referee a lot of tournaments, and it's like, yeah. ooh, that four-year-old's getting spun around on the, mm. by their neck, yeah. you know, and it's like, is, is that the legacy I want to leave? Mm. I don't know. You know, it's not. So it's like, you know, I think like. All, I guess every coach has to make those decisions, like yeah. in any sport, really. Yeah, about um, what they're okay with. Yeah, yeah, what are we okay with? What's the what's the consequence of of this? You know, what's what's worth winning? You know, all of those things. And I think that's different for other people. But it's like kind of goes back to that that rule of like, I think it's something you have to think about, right? I think it would be negligent not to think about those mm, things, okay. especially as a coach. But yeah. I would say, you know, I don't have kids say as a parent would be negligent not to think about those things i think like well as an athlete it you know people were like you're doing crazy things and it's like but i didn't it wasn't yeah. like i just like did them mm. it's like i thought about them yeah. you like you weigh those risks so i yeah. think with you know i always just like really tr- try and have people do that mm. you know i don't know okay yeah just in terms of like risk assessment i guess like what are some yeah, what 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 are some decisions or that that you're able like to persuade people into like let's say like, I don't know let's say like as an athlete like because like you said athletes tend to have like a narrow perspective like what how do you how do you help them like broaden their perspective in that kind of sense I don't know well <laughs> yeah. I go back to like <laughs> yeah. all the people you know yeah. I like li- I think about all these things as a coach and then I think about it as me as an athlete and it's like Cindy you didn't listen to anyone <laughs> right you didn't listen to anyone yeah so it's again and like all the smart people that I talk to business and everything there it's like they're well most of them are like I don't give an advice I'm not giving and I know I give advice and I'm like you don't give advice don't mm. talk to me. You, you know it's like all you can really do is share experience yeah and people take from that what they will you know I find like Anytime I'm like, you have to do this. Sound like I'm, you got to do that. It's like, I don't know how much you're really getting Mm. the information anyway. Just sounds like a lecture. I feel like that with kids. It's like, well, once I start lecturing, they're out of, they're like. The attention goes away. They're thinking about Fortnite dances. I've lost all hope of them, like, listening to (laughs) me. You know, so it's like, you got to keep the message just like, dude, well, here's. You know, and I don't know how good of a job I do with it. It's like I just try and be like, well, this is what I do. Mm. You know, this is what I do. I'm here to support other people in doing pretty much what they want to do. If it's like, you know, not something I'm comfortable with, I'm just like, dude, I'm not doing that. You can do it. <laughs> That's cool. I'm not doing it. You know, and it's yeah. like, 
dude, I respect people. Many people have told me that, like, I'm not doing that, Cindy. You can do it. I'm not doing it. And it's like, all right, I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. So, yeah, I'm just trying to figure all that out. I, but I do, I just think about it and, like, try and tell people, like, this is my experience. Here's, you know, here's how things went for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I try and, like, always just think about things pretty, like, you know, good and bad and everything. There's, yeah. like, you know, sometimes people only, like, oh, this. We're always winning. This is always great. It's like, yeah. well, it's, you know, life is hard. Yeah. There's ups and downs. Can't like only see one. I like like to see it all and like. Yeah, see it in ex- totality. Experience yeah. like okay, yeah, some things suck. I mean, some days yeah. suck. Yeah. Sometimes training sucks. Some people don't. You know, that's not positive, dude. It's realistic. Yeah. I've gotten squished. You know, I like little kids. Are like, ah, how much longer? I'm so tired. It's like true. Yeah. Fair enough. I know. <laughs> yeah. I know the feeling. Yeah. But yeah. we're still going. We got 30 more minutes, jerk. Yeah. You know, that's that's yeah. a fair statement. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, you know, you know, I yeah. just like. Yeah. Give them the whole experience. It's the whole experience. Yeah. You know, I can say like, oh, everything was like easy. No, yeah. it wasn't. It's it was, not a travel it's, brochure. Yeah. It's, it's not easy. Yeah. But that's what makes it interesting. Mm. You know, I think like if it was just like. Do, do, do. This would be pretty boring. Yeah, because if, if it was all good, then maybe, yeah, it would be boring because it would all be. And you then, you yeah. know, if it was all good, someone would fucking complain about something. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh, it's then, too then good, good yeah. would be terrible, right? Yeah. So it's like, well, you know, not every day is great, but we get through it. I have this thing where I'm like, kind of embrace it. It's like, yeah, yeah. you know, it's hard to come back after something sucks, mm-hmm. right? It's not hard to come back, like, when it's great. Yeah. Like, you know. When everything was great, when you had a perfect day, well, <laughs> yeah. it's not hard to come back. When you yeah. know everyone's gonna love you, yeah. you just won. It's not hard to show up at the gym, okay. to work, no, it's... life, right? When everyone, everything is going great, it's yeah. not hard to show up. Yeah. When something is going shitty, it's hard to show up. Yeah. If you show up that day, that's the one that counts. That's how I look at it. Like right. you see people, like, dude, that kid, ha- you know, that person had like a really hard day. How will they respond? Mm. Oh, yeah. they show back up. You see people, you know, maybe. Not necessarily just like one day. Over time, the accumulation of time. Yeah. The people who show up day in and day out, those are successful people, mm. in my opinion. Okay. So, yeah, so what have, what have been some, I guess, uh, like, sh- like shitty days that, that you've had training-wise or like in jiu-jitsu that you remember still, still oh, many. to show up? Oh, yeah. many. 90%. 90%. What are you talking about? Yeah, uh, yeah no, I remember, like, yeah. it's hard. You know, yeah. I don't know, like, I... You know, I guess for me it was hard. Jiu-Jitsu was very hard. It was not easy for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've, I've, I've had people like, oh, I just win all the time. And it's like, I'm like, what is wrong with me? Because I always yeah. lost. Yeah. Like, I literally lost. I don't remember winning in the gym. I still don't win in the gym. And I know a lot of people who tell me they win in the gym. And I'm like, that's weird because you don't win other places. Mm. I'm confused. <laughs> I'm confused because like, you're telling me you're win. I'm not trying to be. I'm being yeah. a little bit funny. Yeah. being a little funny right but it's, but, 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 uh, but it's like yeah. it's it's kind of one of those things it's just like well i i deal in reality yeah <laughs> you deal in your brand of winning mm-hmm. i deal in reality right i'm not yeah. always a winner yeah it's true <laughs> it's true right yeah. um some maybe someone is i just don't relate to it you know i guess like look at me in a gym i'm not the strongest person either you're not either probably every day nope. right so it's like thanks to that bully there. You you get used to like it's like well I learned that I was not the toughest person. Yeah. That was not going to be my skill, in totality in any jujitsu room. And it's like, well then you navigate around that. You can still be in the room. Yeah. You know it's just not your role. 
Um, so yeah, I, you know, what are some losses or bad days? I, uh, like I said, <laughs> a, a lot, lot of, of days bad are bad yeah. days. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, yeah. I, you know, it's like, well, I can say like this, this last year, it's been hard to mm. be like, oh, I don't have a gym. I have a mobile gym. I have this or that. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, a lot of those things suck. Yeah. But it's like, you know what? That's going to make my, when I do have a gym, really, really rad. Mm. Yeah. That's how I look at it. It's yeah. like, you know, not all the time is good, yeah. but then when good things happen, you appreciate those. Yeah. And then you, you better remember the times. when yeah. it's good, yeah. you know what's coming around the corner? Yeah. Shitty stuff again. Yeah. Right? It's, it's Nature of life. Yeah. 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 That's how it is. Yeah. That's why I kind of like, you know, when I don't have problems, that's going to be a pro. That's going to be my a, biggest yeah, problem, big problem because yeah. I always have problems. Yeah. Right. There's yeah. always problems popping up, fires to put out, mm -hmm. things to do. And that's like, I think the sign of a healthy life yeah right yeah because i mean that's how it is it's like <laughs> yeah it's cyclical like if it's you know when times are hard and then yeah times get yeah. good if i don't have a good, student yeah. complaining at me or some problem <laughs> yeah then probably don't have anyone in my gym yeah. <laughs> i mean yeah that, that's how you, that's when you have a gym with no problem when there's no child there's crying no, in my yeah. class there's probably no one in the class yeah right well yeah that's the only guarantee of having yeah. no people crying nobody yeah yeah it's like yeah. you know i don't uh, I embrace that person. We'll yeah. we'll get through it, buddy. Yeah. You know that's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, just. And I think that's the thing because like people have, especially like in martial arts, when people that aren't involved in martial arts, they yeah. think, oh yeah, well they think it's like a movie thing. We're like, oh yeah, you get really good and then you're unstoppable. I'm like, no, no, that's definitely that's that's definitely fiction. That's that's fiction. Yeah. 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 And everyone gets old. Yeah. You know, no matter, even if you're the best person in the world, you yeah. will get old and then someone will be better. Exactly. You know, that's why I'm like. for like a little bit. For a, yeah. for a, frac a yeah. fraction of a moment. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have to like, the whole time you're the best, you probably are like so worried about when you're not going to be mm. losing it. Mm. You know, I yeah. mean, that then that, there's a struggle it's in being the, the best. It's the top of the mountain. Yeah, you're only there for like a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And everyone's looking to get you. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, I think that's. I mean, that's a very important lesson for like any, for for any. Well, I guess especially like for a beginner, walking like, oh, what do I expect? Oh, it's gonna be hard. It's, it's gonna, gonna be super hard. Super hard. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what I learned with yeah. like little kids. I have this one little kid, and I tell this story sometimes. He was yeah. a kid, and he's like maybe eight or something, mm -hmm. and he was coming for a little bit, and then his dad was like, pulled me aside, and he's like, could you explain to him that these are not the pain classes? The pain, pain yeah. classes. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, totally. And I was like, hey, you know, I heard yeah. you thought that they were like the pain classes. I'm like, well, that kind yeah. of makes sense, right? Yeah. To a little kid, yeah. your parent puts you in the car, yeah. drives you to this warehouse <laughs> <laughs> where other children basically beat you up, and they do that three days a week. Yeah. And you are unclear of what the purpose is. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, so it's like, dude, I totally got what you're saying. <sighs> I felt the same way. And then you kind of like, dude, there's moves. Yeah. And if you come enough, you'll figure it out and yeah. it won't suck as much. Yeah. But right now, if you just try, if someone <laughs> tried to tell me like, yeah, that didn't hurt. Oh, that's not hard. Yeah. You would be like, I don't believe you. Mm. Right. You would yeah. lose all. If I was like, you're crazy. That's not real. That's yeah. not real. Yeah. What you're experiencing is not real. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Like all I hear is like sometimes people like, hurry up. What are, why are you going so slow? And it's like, you want to be like. Well, you've been in gyms. You see, yeah. it's like, hey, dude, you come out and yeah. do it. Yeah. How about, how about you try? How about you try? Yeah. Yeah. Quiet. Right. And yeah. so it's kind of that same thing. It's like, well, 
I'm not going to invalidate the experience that, yes, it is, in fact, hard. Yeah. And if you go to a jiu-jitsu gym or a kickboxing gym and it's not hard, oh, that's, you're, you're that, doing something yeah, wrong. Yeah. You're, you're yeah. sitting on the couch or you're, yeah. you know, you're not doing real jiu-jitsu. That's a, that's a fantasy world right there. Yeah. yeah. You're doing something wrong. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I, definitely I, I know some people who yeah. it's like they could probably say that. Like, yeah, it probably wasn't hard because you didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And you let those yeah. people figure that out on their own. But it's like, yeah. You see, like, the kid that's, like, agonizing or the – I have one student. It's like, man – he used to come in and like go like work so hard and like he was like vomiting in the bathroom and it's like dude you're rad. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that level of struggle. Yeah. Right. That's what I don't even care if you're great. That's way more struggle than most people will give you. Yeah. And that's what I respect. Yeah, I I, th- I think it really comes down to that. It really does come down to struggle. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> struggle in putting yourself. And in that, you know yeah. that guy now is yeah. very good. People are like ugh. That guy gives me all this trouble, and it's yeah. like, well, yeah, that guy, he used to vomit in the yeah. bathroom, like, pretty much every day. Yeah, was willing to put in the struggle. <laughs> yeah, yeah and then you see other people kind of coasting, and it's like, you know, I think that's what I wish, like, like if you could tell, if you could give someone advice. <laughs> yeah, if people would If they advice. would listen, but it's, yeah. like, it's like, you yeah. know, as a coach, you look around the room, and it's yeah. like, you can see those people. A yeah. lot, everyone comes in and tells you they're going to be doing these and things they're going to be a champion they're like really into this this is their dream job this is their dream thing people can say a lot of things but what what, what are they doing and then they show up and then they put forth 30 percent effort yeah and it's like you know that's what i like just like jujitsu always like really surprised me like coaching or just being in rooms and you're like see certain people come in and you think that person's going to be successful Mm -hmm. based on like preconceived notions Mm -hmm. and then you see you see the realness. Yeah. The, the, you see, yeah. like, what is the component of winners? Yeah. Struggle. Yeah. <laughs> you know, full dedication and struggle. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, you see, like, those, every guy who's a world champion has struggled, I would say. Yes. Right? Every person, even if they aren't a world champion, those guys that struggle and vomit daily in the gym and don't, like, even really say anything about it. They just do it and go, like, pretend they didn't and just go again. Yeah. It's like, those guys are usually successful in other parts of their lives. Yeah. You know, that's what I've noticed, like, in almost 20 years of sitting in gyms, it's like, what's the common denominator of winners? What I would perceive as, like, winners in yeah. some aspect, you know? It's like, the people who will put that amount of time or, like, just effort. Yeah, effort. Into effort. Just, like, yeah. sheer effort. Yeah. You know? Sheer effort. And especially in cases where it's very uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable and yeah. often even, like, futile. Like, yeah. it's like it's just like I'm still yeah. losing. And yeah. they just keep, you know, it's like yeah. not effort for a few days. Effort consistent, consistent effort. over yeah. time yeah. when you just keep getting smashed. It's like, yeah. you know, there's a lot of things that it's like, oh, I'm not good at that. Mm-hmm. Just don't do it. And it's like, that's where I really, <laughs> I, I used to do that. A lot yeah. of things. I know, like, oh, I'm not, like, good at art. I'm not good at these things. I just stopped doing them. Mm-hmm. And then it's like. I'm not good at swimming. And it's like, you're going to go fucking learn to swim. Because think of that person that was like, obviously not good at jujitsu that's in there dying. Go have your panic attacks in the pool and learn to swim. You know? And I think that's like, that motivates me. When I see someone like struggling like that, dude, I'm like, you better fucking go get after it, Cindy. (laughs) Yeah. That person is going to outdo you. I get like really like, I fucking got to go do something. Yeah. Yeah, It's like to me, yeah, I guess that's like maybe one of my favorite parts. Yeah. Yeah, know that. <laughs> yeah, that 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 struggle is so is so essential. Yeah, because no, <laughs> yeah, if you can't coast and expect to be good, no, that's that just no. doesn't happen. No, right. I think people do, and I think that's like a 
you know, a notion of life in the modern world, mm, you yeah. know, like... The instant gratification. Yeah, yeah, you know, and it's like things that don't, don't allow for that, you know? I like those things. Yeah. I like those things, you yeah. know, because it's like you can't... I mean, I guess you can buy belts, you can buy certain <laughs> things, but you can't really, in my mind. Like, yeah. you can't, like, you can tell who sucks. Yes. Right? Like, and it's not that they can beat who wins or loses. It's like, you can tell who knows how to do jujitsu mm-hmm. when you roll with them. Yeah. You can tell, like, I like bike riding, because it's like, well, you get on there and you just fucking pedal. Yeah. And it sucks. Yes. Right? Yeah. People who don't really bike ride, I guess, or like can say it doesn't suck no it fucking sucks oh no it's uh, yeah, it sucks when yeah. you're riding up hills it fucking sucks yeah. i like make deals with myself and i'm like you fucking blah, 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 fucking yeah. never gonna do this again oh my god you know yeah. and then you're like oh i'm at the top this is awesome yeah. and then back through it and like all like you know it's like if you got on the bus and or let someone pick you up and drive you mm. then you would know you cheated yeah that's what i like go on these bike rides <laughs> and i'm like yeah there is no way in hell I would ever fucking call my friend to come pick me up. I'm like, okay, I'll have my friend, like, come pick me up if something happens, and I'll be, like, tired. And I'm like, maybe I'll call my friend. I'll have, like, all these, like, in my head. Maybe I'll call them. They'll come get me. No, no, no. No, I'm not going to. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. And then it's like, yeah. no. You know how you get home? You're going to fucking ride. Yeah. Right? Otherwise, you're going to suffer the humility of calling your friend to come pick you up. Mm. And they're going to laugh at you. Yeah. The know willing- that you're a baby. <laughs> yeah, the willingness to put yourself in yeah. that struggle. Because you're not going to die. Yeah. Right? It just hurts. <laughs> well, I think that's, it, that's you feel like you're going to die, but you're not going to die. Yeah. It just hurts your legs. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just being a baby. If you stop, you're literally just, unless you get hit by a car, you're just being a baby. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. My, my dad's an avid cyclist, and I, I don't know how he does it. He does those, like, Seattle to Portland, or I think he just biked all the way to Whistler. Okay, yeah. yeah. Last like, weekend yeah. they had that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did, that. and he's like, you know, it's it's insane to me, but it's like, well, what I do, I guess, is insane to him. So I guess we yeah. gotta we gotta meet the middle there. Totally. But, yeah. but um, no, it's yeah, it's I don't just just embracing in that struggle, embracing in in that suck, but keeping keep to keep going. I think is the biggest thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah if you yeah. you know, you're not gonna die. Things, yeah. Any of those things, yeah. like if you realize, like. Yeah okay, I can do that, then that, like, opens the door of all the other things you can do. Yeah. You know, like, well, it's not going to suck as bad as this. Yeah. You know, that's what I think of a lot of things. Like, well, this doesn't suck as bad as that. Yeah. Like, I did a crazy diet for one of my fights, and it's like, well, this doesn't suck as bad as not eating. You know, that was, like, a big thing. Like, well, does this suck worse than not eating? Because you didn't eat for, like, fucking a month. You know? So, like... Yeah. Yeah. Do you start, like, put it, like, if you're, like, oh, the hardest thing I did was, like know not eat a cookie or something then then then, yeah that's different a different metric so it's like you kind of push that boundary Hmm. i think they call it (laughs) anti-fragility anti-fragility yeah yeah Yeah. oh yeah just pushing like if you can stress something then it makes it strong you know it's like it makes it anti-fragile like uh if you're like always pampering something then it's like actually more easily broken yeah especially yeah especially in the mind like from there i like a lot of people don't really push themselves mentally but i think that's just a common thing like nowadays yeah yeah i don't yeah it's a common thing but i don't know uh, let's see so how is uh oh well we talked about your school but what's your school called i don't think well, we mentioned my school that. is yeah. called sleeper jujitsu yeah so yeah I've, my school is called sleeper jujitsu and we're going to be opening in linwood on highway 99 and yeah, a few weeks, couple couple weeks, few weeks, and um, 
I'm actually, I guess I haven't, you know, I've been, I have always a million projects, Mm -hmm. but then I've just been like, no, don't get super ADD. Mm -hmm. You've got to focus on this one. It's got to be priority Mm -hmm. because you need to get it happening. But I have like other projects I'm trying to work on, um, kind of helping these schools in Nicaragua, school Mm -hmm. in Nicaragua where I go down. And I try to like start a team with my friend Mm -hmm. um, where we'll affiliate those schools down there. Um, There's also one in Costa Rica. So I have a, Kind of doing that project, mm. I'm gonna try and do some like a, uh, some like uh, camps. Okay. Uh, uh, my friend has a, they have a hotel down in San Juan del Sur in Costa Rica or oh, in, Nicaragua. in Nicaragua, and so okay. there's like great surfing down there. Okay. And then I'm gonna try to do some jujitsu camps down there. So like once I get my <laughs> gym open, yeah, that's like kind of like, you know, on my list of like I gotta mm. get these projects done. Okay. Like those are my like. You know, even on the way over here, I'm like, man, you've really dropped the ball on these things. you got to get them going. Um, mm-hmm. So Focusing it's like, that's, that. that's yeah. like, you know, I'm like looking forward to getting my gym in place um, and then kind of seeing what I can do to to help those schools, to help, you know, I have a friend and he's just been running the school down there and there's some like political struggle in Nicaragua. Nicaragua. So yeah. there's been, you know, tourism has really dropped off and it's yeah. like kind of... Uh, keeping the gym going they do a lot of cool programs with kids um they let like teach uh, all the local kids get to come for free oh wow they teach them surfing they do after school programs with them mm-hmm. um do jujitsu so you know i'm into that and you know i really just like going down to nicaragua and so yeah uh, we're gonna have a team called roman fight so it's my friend alex he lives in new york okay. so he he it's a black belt in jujitsu too and then my friend johnny who's down in nicaragua so we'll be doing that and you know just like trying to see how i can fit that in with the stuff at my school try and see about getting other schools opened and mm-hmm. just kind of seeing like where where we can take it you know it's just yeah i'm just super stoked about about having a school and like moving forward with that and kind of like yes like the next chapter of growth for me is like you know h- how do i how do i do those things and you know run a successful business and you know keep doing jujitsu and i want to try and com- like start competing more again for just gi jiu-jitsu mm-hmm. i've been like not doing you know i was, did master worlds a couple of years won that and then just haven't been able to train this year because of just trying not having a gym yeah so um yeah i'm gonna try and start doing that next year and yeah so just, a lot of projects in the works t- t- you know i like <laughs> yeah. to stay busy just and a then bit. i'm gonna yeah. yeah ride my bike and all those things and so it's just like just trying to keep doing all the stuff that I like doing in life and like uh, learning how to swim and I'm going to try I want to do like some like man I want to do these like triathlons where they have this thing called like a aqua bike which is is basically just like it's like cheating it's like the cheater method of a triathlon where you don't do the running okay because I have a bad knee so it's just the biking and the swimming yeah okay so I want to do that that's like kind of like I'm like alright because aqua bike makes it sound like that you're biking in the water yeah (laughs) Yeah, that's not true. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's just like biking and swim, swimming. Okay, just no running. No okay. running, because I'm not really good at running. seven knee surgeries, right? Yeah, lots of knee surgeries. Yeah. And I even was like, the, you know, I was like, oh, I'm going to try and... I was like doing all this hiking. Okay. And I'm like, oh, well, I think I'm getting... I can run. And then I ran and I like pulled my calf so oh. bad that I have actually like not yeah. been able to walk basically all week. I'm like, oh. well, it got a little better. And then I went hiking again and then it just immediately pulled. Oh. So I'm like... Yeah, probably shouldn't shouldn't do that. Stick with the the swimming and the biking. 
least for now. Okay. And then, oh, so where can more people find out information about your gym? Like, you have a website? Um, well, they can find it. The website is sleeperjj.com. Mm-hmm. And it's on Facebook, Sleeper Jiu-Jitsu, and Instagram. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, all those... All those the, social all the, media the, stuff. The, the, yeah. the, 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 the interweb stuff. Mm-hmm. So you can go there. Um, people can, of course, come by and visit. Um I'm on Instagram, Cindy Hales, and or on Facebook. I'm on all of that stuff, and yeah. Nice. Oh, so how did the sleeper name come about? Well, it came about. It's not what anyone thinks. It's, it's a little bit of a, like a letdown, yeah. maybe for jujitsu people. It was okay. like a yeah. Um, you know, I used to take care of this old guy named Petey. Okay. He had MS. This is not where I thought this would start. Yeah. No, that's what no one yeah. does. Uh, so I lived in Tacoma. Yeah. Uh. Uh, I was taking care of an old dude. Okay. It was before I even did jujitsu. Oh, okay. Um, I, I actually tried kickboxing for a little bit. Um, he's calling me like the sleeper because he just didn't think I was tough. Oh, okay. Right? It's like an old car. Yeah. It's a car that's shitty, looks shitty, but goes fast. Oh, okay. Right? So it's a car yeah. that looks shitty, but goes fast. Oh. It's like a car culture dude okay. thing. Um, <laughs> and so yeah. I was a sleeper because okay. I did not look tough. Oh, it's kind of a backhanded compliment, really. Yes. <laughs> how, did that, so how, did that, how did that stick, or did you that just stick? I just thought it was mind? funny. Yeah. I thought it was super funny. Yeah. Okay. Hey, you um, don't look that tough, but I guess you're this, all right. This guy, well, and that's like, yeah. I mean, many people have said that. I like, yeah. you know, a lot of times I like to go to gyms, and I yeah. just like show up at the gym. Yeah. Uh, especially like if it's a nogi gym. Yeah. And I'm just kind of there. Yeah. And then like, I'll roll with people. And I can see people like really fucking confused. Yeah. And then I have to be like, it's not my first day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not brand new. I'm sorry that you felt bad about yourself for a moment. Oh, so yeah, yeah. Um, Petey was awesome. The old guy. Yeah. He um, he was like just like a old dude that would like. Uh, he rode motorcycles like a new evil Knievel and like was a fucking old timer fucking rocker dude. He was yeah. rad, yeah. you know. It was like actually, he was just rad. I just yeah. was like, thought he was rad and thought it was funny. So yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay. Yeah. So hopefully some people will come and visit my gym and yeah. Cool. All right. That's been Cindy Hales, Sleeper Jiu Jitsu. Yeah. Thanks, nice. Patrolo. No problem. Thank you. Yeah. Bye, everybody. Thanks, unpaid intern. Bye. <laughs>